0: welcome back to the Prof your knowledge podcast today's guest is dr christina fontana also known as the pharmacist coach she is a pharmacist holistic healer rapid transformation business coach speaker and a five-time author uh and all around just awesome she claims that she's a nerd so we're gonna nerd out on some (laughs) entrepreneurship stuff today but she's been doing this for a long time she's a full-time entrepreneur and she's been in the game for you know over 10 years and uh there's just a lot of cool stuff that you know, she's experienced of what really works and uh, what hasn't worked for her. So hopefully you can get some cool little nuggets and insights to make this journey of entrepreneurship a little bit less complicated and daunting for you. How are you doing Mm -hmm. today, Christina?
1: I am good. Yeah, I, I am a huge nerd. I'll admit that. <laughs> you you hit it right on the head. We talked about that before. <laughs> I'm not just I'm calling not you a nerd. You here. said it, you know? Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like, I've been really called call worse, so that's okay. <laughs>
0: hey, I feel like a nerd is kind of an, it's pretty, it's a, It's an attack, you know? Like, it's just one of those <laughs> words that isn't used heavily. Like, people can call you something and you're just like, oh, whatever. But someone calls you a nerd, it's like, ow, that actually hurt. <laughs>
1: Well, all pharmacists are nerds. So, just if there's any of my pharmacist followers listening, we we kind of take pride in it yeah, it's like, like
0: yeah, hundred percent. I get it. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, let's let's dive into this. So, I want to hear just a bit from you. You've been doing this for over ten years. Yeah. What made you decide to be an entrepreneur first off, and you know, leave college or whatever else you did beforehand, and be like, I'm going to do my own thing. Uh, and then, how did you get to where you are today and find this as being like your sweet spot?
1: Yeah, so I will say that entrepreneurship found me <laughs> is the way that I'll say uh, start the story off. I actually was going through pharmacy school. My dad had a pharmacy. He was a business owner, serial entrepreneur. He had like a sneaker store at one point. Um, he had like he was co-owner at a bar. He did a lot of other things, but, a lot of those businesses failed. And so what he was really good at, you know, he was a pharmacist. So he had a couple pharmacies and I worked there from like the time that I was 3 and I could sweep the floors. So I think a lot of that early foundational programming of seeing my dad think outside the box and have his own pharmacy and have some of these <laughs> failures which which is what happens. I think that laid the groundwork but then I had the seed planted in me. Um, I'm very spiritual and I I rely heavily on my faith after everything that's happened to me um, along this journey. I feel like really my rock bottom was after pharmacy school because I did not want to take over that pharmacy. And as a result, my family was really pissed off at me and they thought, like, how dare you, you go and you want to go do, go do something else, you're betraying us. And I actually wound up, um, even though they were mad at me, I pursued this other path of, at that time, I wanted to do a residency. So it's like another year of, like an internship, you get paid really poorly, but you learn a lot. And in that residency, I actually, that was where the seed was planted for me to start doing some of this holistic healing. At that time, I was going through an eating disorder. Um, my life was a mess. Uh, my, I actually got kicked out of my house because my parents were so upset that I was going this other route. So I was literally homeless 12 years ago. So I was homeless, broke, didn't know where I was going to live, had a rare eating disorder, all of these things that kind of culminated into this perfect storm. That I I always I use the word God, God's source spirit, I believe deconstructed my life and put me in a really humble place to rebuild into who I am today. And it's why I'm so passionate about what I do. And I tell people, you know, like I've seen many different clients, you know, try to build businesses and then they they like have a lot of momentum in the beginning, and then it kind of peters off. I tell people, you have to have a strong desire and a passion for what you do because this journey you're going to face personal challenges I have had um you know I've had I've moved to Pennsylvania knowing two people and I was engaged at that time like six years ago I had a broken engagement I've had um been fired from jobs all throughout this journey like it has not been smooth sailing and so you need to have that passion that drive and for me it's the fact that I really want to help people transform. I want to help them live a better life, tap into who they really are and turn their gifts to gold. That's one of the things that I know we're going to be talking about today is monetizing your knowledge. But I always start with that story because that's where I came from. So I can sit here and say, Oh, I've met Brendan Bouchard and I've done all these things, but I want you to see that no matter what you're moving through that you can absolutely achieve success with determination, perseverance, and and a true passion for what you do.
0: Yeah. I love that. And it's so true. I think tapping into who you are is so big on this journey, cause like, yeah, it's, it's a crazy thing. Cause I really, I firmly believe that we are, we, we, we go through kind of our personal development journey. And then we decide like, I can be that kind of person where I can, you know, make books or training programs or speak on stages and stuff, Right, and get paid to do that. It's like, Ooh, this is exciting. And we always wanna help the people who are like the mini version of us. Right. Like we're a bit further along the way on this thing. Usually it's not to say that's always the case. It was for me. And I feel like it is for most coaches and people. Yeah, um, So it is pretty personal, like what we're doing, you know, uh, but we have to be able to, to switch that over to, to the other person. And um, I think it, it, like being in touch with, what's really in alignment with you is so important. we were kind of talking about that before we had hit record. Yeah. And it's so true. Cause when you're like fully in alignment that this is who I am, who I want to help, the thing I care about, and you know, it's like, this is everything, then things just start happening for you and it right. becomes easy. But it's, it's like that analogy of like pushing a boulder up a hill and you're trying to get it up the hill and it's like, Oh my gosh, this is hard and it's heavy and it's slow. And then you get it up to the top and it starts getting easier and then it just goes downhill and it just keeps going. And you're like, Oh, I'm not even pushing it anymore. This is awesome.
1: I love that word alignment that you used and what I'm visualizing in my mind's eye with what you're saying about this boulder, there's two ways to get up a hill. We can claw our way up the hill and try to push this boulder or You can let it go. So a lot of the work that I do is with releasing. So if we are not, if we don't feel safe to be our full selves and to show up authentically and be in alignment with whatever that purpose is, then it feels hard. Then it feels like force and like it's not, um, it's not going to work because you're trying to maybe listen to what all these other people are saying or you're trying to fit into a mold that isn't authentic to who you are. And so the work that I do is, yes, we talk about strategy and business and marketing and sales and all of that, but really 95% of this journey in entrepreneurship is releasing these old beliefs, this old identity about, oh, well, I don't know enough. And that that's a lot of what I hear with, with the women that I work with is, I don't know enough Um, They have these different like survival patterns of people pleasing or perfectionism or unworthiness. Like they're afraid to charge what they are really worth and what their knowledge is worth. So I think that it's, it's those two pieces, right? It's like the, the inner work and the personal development and really owning your gifts. And it's also the practical things. Cause you, you know, if someone said to me, go, um like regrout the the floor or whatever like I don't even know if that's the right term I wouldn't know what to do like I do need some kind of practical help right but it's also is that really what I want to be doing so I think that the alignment comes from those two pieces
0: yeah yeah and I think that the uh, you know like people have problems that we want to have solved you know, the case with us, like we help, I mean, you, you, we've helped people with a lot of things. I went into general kind of life coaching and it was very spiritually focused. So a lot of listening to your intuition and then that moved to productivity coaching because yes. I learned about how to manage my time as an entrepreneur. And I left that because I felt kind of like a therapist and the conversations, I'm like, this isn't what I want. I want to help people with right. like careers in some way. So it was all just these pivots and then in productivity, that's where I learned about online courses, passive income, that kind of stuff, and systems, because I was obsessed with like, how do I grow my income and my business and impact and decrease my work hours? Because I don't wanna be working all the time. Not into it. Right. I don't like the hustle grind mentality. Uh, and then I started getting good. I built like six products, didn't make any money, finally got good at it. And then I started um, helping other people with that. And that's what led me to Profit Your Knowledge. But it's just like so many different kind of skill sets you can help people with. And people just have these problems that we need to, um, help them with, I think it's so hard nowadays because one, people are telling us that we should do so many things. There's so many different strategies coming at us. Like paid ads are the only way, uh, never start a podcast. You should start a podcast. You know, you should start a YouTube channel. Never start a YouTube channel. Like, it's like, what do I do? And it's no reason right. people feel like their heads are gonna explode with this whole thing. Um, so yeah, I think that, I think the best experts are the ones who teach from experience and have like you know, been pushing the boulder up, known when to let go of it and that kind of stuff. Cause they can share their kind of, um, real world experience with the whole thing.
1: Well, and, and I love how you describe some of the things that you built, right? Because here's the thing is you're going to learn. Like I, I talked to so many people that are, that, oh, I'm afraid of failure. You're going to fail. Like my dad, you know, I told you about my dad very successful human being he failed many times I've failed so many different times I had a failed engagement I had you know I've made mistakes I've done launches where nothing came out of it but what I want to remind the listener too is like how is that growing your character now you know how to pivot I love that word pivot and you can tweak it and you can say all right well that didn't work but you have to keep going. That's the persistence. It's, it's not, I I hear a lot of people say, Oh, well, like screw it. Like it didn't work. I'm just going to give up. And it's like, no, don't do that because you can still repurpose that content or like take something out of it and put it into another course. Like there's, you know, kind of thinking outside the box, how can you utilize some of the things you've already built?
0: Yeah. yeah, And that's like the whole thing when I love this, I heard it a long time ago and it's like, you're never starting from scratch. Cause in entrepreneurship, we feel like, I know it's happened for me anyway. Uh, and I know a lot of people, but it's like, you feel like you're starting over, over and over again, but you're never really starting over because yeah. you're starting from experience. Right. And you have built things and it's like, Oh, I can repurpose this. Like I built a whole entire launch sequence for some other product with like my productivity stuff. And it did well. And then I, switch that and just kind of repurposed it. Cause I already right. did all that heavy lifting. That's why I tell people when I help them build out sales pages and things like that, it's like, you've already built the whole thing, but now the messaging and the wording will be a bit different, but like you have the structure. So let's copy, duplicate the page and then change out the copy for another product that you're going to build.
1: Exactly. And it's like, exactly. so
0: you're always starting from experience. I think that's, I think it's a really good point. Uh, as you've gained more experience, Christina, in just entrepreneurship as a whole, and kind of building a, a business around sharing your knowledge online, what do you feel has become more important to you and why?
1: Well, I'm pregnant right now. I'm very up large and in charge. Um, but I I feel that that balance of boundaries, like when you said what's important to me, I'm realizing now, like, you know, we talked about energy before, how you manage your energy is everything because it's it's how you show up it's the confidence it's the, the tone of your voice it's how stable your nervous system is when you're selling or pitching something right people can feel that energy 100% and and so for me now that i'm going to be having a little baby girl in a couple months i have to start pivoting that because now i have these two elements my career and you know also this this family life that i need to balance and so part of what i'm learning is i don't have control of my body right now i don't have control over a lot of things and so it's that balance i think of surrender um because we want to be in control right we were like i uh, to type a like <laughs> you know i'm a high achiever i know what i want so i think it's like those subtle energetics that are, right now are playing out for me that i'm having to set boundaries i'm having to you know, because it takes a lot of mental capacity mm. to start to you know have a family too and prep for everything. Oh, so, yeah. um, I don't know if I just went down a rabbit hole, but that's kind of what's top of mind for me. <laughs> no, I think
0: it's huge. It's funny because I have a I have a coach of my own, my my business coach, and he has taught me so much about like selling and enrollments and that kind of stuff, yeah. and like doing it in a real way and authentic right. and consultative sales. Is what he talks about so it's not like weird sales tactics. It's just like talking to people, you know, and figuring out what's the need that they have, why do they want this, you know? And then building value on what you have to offer and all that cool stuff. But he hits home on us so hard about energy. He is yep. like, he's is he been doing this for 50 years. His name's Donald Stojak, awesome, awesome Perfect. guy. And I'm so lucky I, I got to meet him. Um, but he's worked with like Chet Holmes really closely, if you're familiar, and uh, Chet Holmes and Donald helped Tony Robbins build business mastery into what it is Oh tonight. my
1: God, I, I went to that, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So Funny. huge event, you know, really, really big. So that was a result of like heavily from Chet Holmes working with Tony Robbins and Donald Stojack was like Chet Holmes's right-hand man. Wow. And, um, and now he's my coach. I just did a call with him last week and I have another one tomorrow. And um, he also worked with like Jay Abraham really closely. Uh, and just like super smart guy. But yeah, he talks about energetics all the time. He's like, I have written sales scripts for big companies and given them like, here's the exact things to say. And it's crazy to see how some of them excel and some of them fail with the same exact script. And he's like, it's because of their energy on the call. It's all just an energy transfer. And I've always heard that, but when you do it more, you really experience that. And it's not just when it comes to a sales call, it's everything it's the right. first interaction it's someone seeing you at a networking event that could be a potential client or a collaborator or something it's like they can just sense the confidence and you know the expertise that you have which comes with time and the belief that you have in what you do and all that kind of stuff and you know it took me it took me years to get to a point where I did feel confident like that but it's crazy because when you do have that and that's like the alignment piece too when you start working with people for me at least I saw, okay, I'm actually getting people like results and this is actually working, you know, and all this like idea I had in my mind is actually like becoming a thing. I got more confident with every message right. I saw of people being like, thank you so much for your help. And I'm like, I do real stuff, you know, and it's legit. And um, yeah, that's why I can be very confident about what I do. Also just seeing the results happen in my own life, you know, and that's where sharing these stories I think is so big. But um, But yeah, the energy is, it's massive. And like you said, even, you know, just managing your time. I'm really big on my energy because if my energy's out of whack, yeah, I can't perform. I can't be present, you know, and sometimes I'll need to cut a day off early to be like, I just need to go for a walk with my dog and just like, or go work out or whatever and just kind of get away and just focus on my energy until I feel back to where I'm like, I'm focused, I'm ready to give. And that's like that balance of fill your cup before you fill other people's too.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. And like, think about, uh, I always talk about this practical, like people are like maybe listening to the podcast. Oh, energy. What are you guys talking about? Think of this practical analogy. Say that you have a closet that is packed with clothes and you cannot stuff one more shirt in there. Right. There's no capacity. There's no room for, for you as an example, like if you're overwhelmed and there's so much going on in like a computer screen, there's all these tabs open. There's no space for you to actually be present with a potential client, for you to welcome new people in to serve those clients. And so um, I do some nervous system work too around that concept because a lot of people, I think, go into that overwhelm, that freeze where they have so many things going on, but it's not efficient. Right, so we want to l- look at some of those elements, and that's where the the work that I do I call it multi dimensional because it's looking at the nervous system, um, some of these different blocks and patterns that are coming up to protect you in your business, and then some of that um, you know, obviously practical things that we go through too. But again, I have found that ninety five percent of your results draw back to your energy and how you're showing up in your business, and it's it's even beyond confidence it's it's what what frequency are you operating from are you operating from fear and when you get on that sales call it's like I gotta get the sale right and they've done studies around this with uh, David Hawkins I don't know if you've heard of him but Mm. he's not he's not alive anymore but man his book changed my life power versus force and he Mm. talks about there's there's these different levels of energy um, specifically with sales around like how you're being in the sales conversation, right? Are you coming from love and service? I will say to somebody, this is not an aligned fit. You're not ready. And that's hard when you, especially when you're an entrepreneur and you're relying on that income, pay the little, little baby <laughs> yeah, coming, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but it's like, I, I believe that you know, when you tap into that infinite, the quantum, the, you know, the energetic realm of like, there is enough. It's going to come through another way. And that person might be like, Oh my God, thank you for doing that. So I I guess I want to expand on that a little bit too with, uh, related to energy.
0: Yeah. Oh no, that's huge. And I actually, right before this, I was on a call with one of my clients and, um, they were talking about how they, um, they've had a call this past week and, they stayed on the call for like way too long and they knew early on that this person just like, they were like a narcissist basically. And they're like, everyone calls me a narcissist. And she's like, well, it's because you are (laughs) like, you know, pretty much. And she's like, I knew it wasn't a good client, but I kept pushing, you know, and trying to like teach her something. And I was like, you're just talking to a brick wall. And even it's a waste of your time because we're building a program and building this other stuff that requires effort and time to put into. If you're sitting here on this call with someone, it's not a good fit stop the call and do what you said of like, look, like people, if you're on a call with me and we're sitting down and it's like a strategy session or whatever, chances are you want help with something. You wanna learn something, or you're like, I'm interested in working with you, but like you have a problem and you're seeing if I can help you solve it. Right. That's why you're on the call. And if I can't help you feel motivated and feel like you can do this because we're just butting heads back and forth with different beliefs or whatever it is, I'm not the best person to help you. So the sooner I can cut that off and be like, you know what? I may actually know this other person or here's a great resource, I'd recommend this book, like whatever, give them something to help them. Be like, I'm not the person for you. And it is what it is. And it saves your energy because like afterwards that call, she was like, I was so wiped out like mentally. And I felt like I was doubting myself and all this stuff. I'm like, you could have ended that early. And she's like, yeah, next time, you know, if that ever happens, like I'm going to.
1: And what a beautiful lesson for your client. Like, yeah, you just learn. Okay. Like, you know what? And, and there's a softening that happens from both ends, right? When you just, when you speak the truth, it's like, now we can both kind of like soften a little bit and I can actually help you because yeah. that there's sometimes there's resistance, right? When unconsciously people don't like to be sold. So whenever you're like, okay, this isn't aligned or whatever then you open up and you relax that resistance to allow a solution to come through so yeah. yeah yeah
0: um yeah I think it's really big I always think when when I'm going to work with someone or can even considering inviting them to hop onto a call to talk about it it's like do we have energy do we have synergy here um would I hang out with this person every one of right. my clients if I'm in their town or if they're in my town hit me up Let's hang out, let's go get, you know, a coffee or a lunch. Let me give you a big bear hug, you know, like whatever. Let's, let's, I would hang out with my people. And I think that that's how we should really focus on. Cause it's very much like dating. You know, if you go on a date with someone, you're at a yes. restaurant, the waiter comes over <laughs> and this person explodes on the waiter. Cause like, they didn't bring them a fork. I'm not going to date this person, are you kidding me? Like right. toxic, but we do it with clients because got to get that money, you know? And it's like, you're going to save so much more. Energy and headaches. Just saying no to someone that's not a good fit, rather than committing to them for months or a year when they're a bad fit.
1: Yeah, exactly. I just did a podcast. I so I have a podcast too. I don't. I'm not very active on it, but I just did. It was it it was called Tips to Attract and Choose Soul Aligned Clients because you have a choice too, right? Like "Mm, this isn't feeling like. What are the red flags? And I use the same analogy with dating. It's like. You knew this person was going to do X, Y, Z, and then you're surprised when they do it. Right. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Christina, um, with, um, in, in building a business, you know, again, you, you do this full time, you've been doing it for over 10 years, uh, you, you needed some clients and it's a consistent thing of like, how do I market myself? Where do I get clients? How do I get the ball rolling with this thing is a big question that people have when they're getting going. Um, how did you get your first kind of set of clients and where did you kind of like find a rhythm with getting the ball rolling? How did it work for you?
1: Yeah. So I'm laughing because I actually, my residency director got me my first client and she was a diabetes patient. So I started off doing health coaching actually. So you talk about pivoting. Like I was a pharmacist health coach. Now I do transformation work and business coaching. So there's been many pivots, but, um, I really started off, I mean, cause it was back in 2012. So I just, um, you know, I started building testimonials. So like did a good job with one client, started building testimonials, oh, huge. you know, website. Um, and then I started doing talks actually. So this is a funny story. I was like to laugh at myself because I think it's just hilarious. So when I first started, I was like, I, I'm afraid of public speaking, but I know that that's going to help me connect with people and get clients. So I volunteered at a senior citizen home and I just gave talks to people. I was like, I need to just like practice. I did YouTube videos. Some of my earlier YouTube videos were horrible, but I knew I needed reps. I knew I needed to practice. And so that they were like, I was trying to teach these, like at the senior center, these, these people about, I don't even know what it was, diabetes. I don't even and like some of them just fell asleep, <laughs> so they fell asleep. I'm like, ah, oh, all right, oh, I guess. Uh, like I always gosh. just remember that. Yeah. Because like now, I like last year I did a, a talk, a, a conference. I ran my own conference, and I was on stage, and I had the little microphone, and it's you know I'm a confident it. speaker, but. If that's where I started. So I would just say it's literally building brick by brick. You have to be persistent. You have to fall on your face. You have to laugh at yourself and be like, okay, that, that was bad. I'm going to try better the next time. And you just keep tweaking and seeing that light at the end of the tunnel. Like I know that if I'm persistent, I'm going to get there.
0: Yeah. So, so you're, you really got the ball rolling into your business by speaking on stage is kind of the big thing for you.
1: Um. So I I would say there's so many different ways. I mean, I remember going into uh, like th- think about where your client is, right? Where does your ideal client go? I w- I lived in Queens at one point in this small apartment, and I remember going. I'm like, all right, where would my ideal client go? There was a smoothie store. I went and put my business cards there. I put a little corny flyer. Like I I could, wouldn't even imagine what it said, but it was probably like, oh, reclaim your health or whatever. So I started doing things like that. And then it was like referrals, word of mouth. I got to know the the owner from the smoothie place. He referred people to me. So I think it's like multiple things, right? You can do something like that. You can speak. I tried to just kind of visualize, okay, where are my clients looking for information? They're probably Googling how to have more energy or how to whatever that might be. So you try to just kind of see what works, like try, try that out or get a coach and, and have somebody help you, um, you know, get that established.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The thing that's really, I mean, I've tried so many things under the sun, you know, almost everything I would say at this point, like I've tried so much over the years and, uh, what has, what just worked for me, what made sense with me, you know, and all my great investments and bad investments, base plans and whatnot is a simple mantra that is connect, inspire, invite. And I think it's just, Really simple, but you connect with people, where are they hanging out? Who are they? You know, if you want to work with professional athletes, we're professional athletes, Right? okay, I'm going to go hang out. I'm going to go to an event, a conference, like whatever, and show up, speak on a stage, whatever it is, you inspire them by talking about what you do with them, having it come up in conversations and. More importantly, getting them to feel like they can do the thing you're talking about. That's way more important. Right. Cause when I explain different strategies and stuff, I can, I'm telling people how it can work for them. Then they're like, yes, I can see it, (laughs) but how do I make it happen? You know, and you get to a point in conversation where you can ask, do you want some help with that? You know, you you're helping people, you're teaching them and just being like, here's how it can work for you. You know, like you could do this, um, and finding that kind of language that works for you. And then, yeah, the next piece is just invite. And that's what a lot of people don't do. A lot of people go to networking events, they go create content or whatever, and they connect and inspire, but they never invite. And that's like that question of, do you want some help with that? And if someone's like, yeah, then you can say, okay, well let's book a phone call or let's do this, you know, let's work together. Here's let's sign up and actually do this. You know, it's just about people helping people. And I think people overcomplicate this stuff way too much
1: exactly I I love how you I do the same thing that would you like help with this like it's that simple yeah and if it's like no then okay and if it's like yeah tell me more then there is your in right there like it doesn't have to be well let me tell you about my package and like don't just like pare it down to that simple sentence like from service would you like help with this that's it share what you know make an offer
0: yeah i see so many people are like i got a niche yeah i gotta keep niching and stuff and i'm like do you know who you want to help they're like yeah i want to help like women do this you know be more empowered and feel confident it's like okay let's go connect with some women (laughs) you know you have to help like the entrepreneurial woman who drives a minivan with three kids and it's uh lives in a you know certain neighborhood gated community it's like Maybe you'll help that person, but like people get so granular on niching. I think it actually causes analysis paralysis and then they don't do anything. They don't do the conversations, which is how you build the business.
1: I love it because what I'm, what I'm feeling, I'm very intuitive. So I'm like, as you're speaking, I'm like getting intuitive, like downloads to, to share here. When I, when I heard you talk about niching, it was like very a contracted energy when like, yes, have a, have a niche, have like a general idea, like women entrepreneurs or women, whatever it is, but they're going to connect with you energetically. Yeah. Right. So it's that when you show up and you, you share your story or whatever that is going to connect. Right. And then inspire and invite. I love that, that yeah. uh, phrase that you have. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple people. I think that, you know, that's why I just, I like to hear like what works for different people and stuff. And it's, yeah, it is simple. It's just, if you want to build a business around teaching knowledge and coaching and sharing expertise and stuff like it's all relationships and people have problems so find the problems that the people you want to help have find out how to solve the problems and then offer to help them solve the problem like right
1: simple right people get
0: so technical jargony marketing and stuff and it's like that's all it is guys that's all it is
1: i need to know what is your zodiac sign are you a cancer i'm a leo Oh, okay. Cause I, I was feeling some kind of like water vibes there. I'm a cancer. Cause no. you said spirituality. I was just curious. Yeah. What I mean, was your uh, birthday? We're going
0: to get technical. I actually had someone like go through my whole chart on this podcast. It was kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I messed up. I actually got my date and my birth time wrong. So halfway through, I like literally got a message from my mom being like, you were born at this time. And I was like, Oh wait, let's re- let's restart this. Uh... Um, no, I'm, I'm a Leo. Wait, I'm a son. Yep. Yeah. Leo's son, my rising is Virgo.
1: Okay. I, that's what
0: mine is too. So I don't know that stuff well enough, but yeah, that's what it is. was just
1: curious. Just like, I'm throwing questions at you now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's all good. Cool. Um, Christina, based on your career over the last 10 plus years of doing this stuff, what's something you wish someone would have told you early on?
1: That there are going to be many bumps in the road, just like I'm sure with this child, right? And there's going to be so many moments where you're going to want to quit and you're going to want to throw in the towel, but don't because you're you're going to learn. Your character is being molded because with every experience, if you integrate the experience, you're going to be achieving that next level. You're going to be evolving into that next level of really why, why, why we're here, right? We're here to make an impact. I believe we're here to make an impact to help other people, to bring more love onto this planet. So that's the conduit that I do it through is my business. And hopefully, like I said, with my child too. So I think it's like, have grace with yourself. Whenever you first started riding a bike, you fell (laughs) multiple times. You, you got, you know, when you were a kid, you were just free, right? So a lot of the work that I do um, sometimes involves going back to that, like, Hey, let's bring some of that play into your business. How can we make it fun and less like uh, so heavy and daunting? Because that's very magnetic when you have play, when you're late in in your business, it's very, it'll draw people into you. And so don't take yourself so seriously. <laughs> like it's okay if you mess up. And if you want to laugh, go to my past YouTube videos and you can laugh at me. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> <So>. Mine
0: too. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think keep the play and experiment. Business is just a series. Yeah. Business is just a series of experiments. So yep. yeah. Be like a scientist. Test things. Yep. Uh, Christina, it's been great getting to know you. Um, thank you so much for your time here. Where can people learn more about you and get connected?
1: Yeah. So I have a Facebook group called monetize your magic. So if you're looking for some of that support, it's a soulful community of healers and coaches. Um, I'm always doing live trainings in that group. I also have a YouTube channel. Just look me up Christina Fontana um, or Instagram at the pharmacist coach. So yeah, thank you so much. This was such a fun uh, podcast. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, awesome conversations, lots of nuggets. Speaking of which, for the listener, we covered a lot of stuff. I know it wasn't super structured or anything, but it was a cool conversation. And um, yeah, I think like listening to your in- your intuition and just tapping into your energy when it comes to clients or even like a specific type of thing to do in your business, people you were like, facebook ads or facebook group or start a youtube channel or whatever like i always was drawn to youtube and i pushed it off for a long time and then i finally started now it's like one of my biggest revenue generators in my business so it's like and i have fun with it and it's cool oh
1: i need to follow you
0: yeah everything's (laughs) just profit your knowledge so okay i'm gonna go there profit your knowledge and everything will pop up but um yeah so it's it is just a series of experiments, and that's the same thing. Like It's not just for people starting out. It's also for people who've been in the game for a while, and maybe you're like, I wanna make a pivot in my business because I'm not really getting excited. I'm not feeling aligned and in love right. with this thing anymore. So, okay, it's time to make a pivot. That's what I did with life coaching into productivity coaching, then productivity coaching into profit your knowledge. Um, so, it's just a never-ending journey of that, and I think the energetics are so important. So, biggest thing is that you, you do something that Got you inspired from this episode. Implementation is your only superpower. So take what you learned here, get out there, make something happen, and we'll see you in the next one.